Hey everybody, Jim Malone here, coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. Well, it's Monday and it is August 2nd. We are into August, the hottest month of the year here in Dallas, probably. Uh, it was, it was, it, uh, it, it cooled off a little bit yesterday. I was, I was out at the pool. So just want to <laughs> tell you that, not that, uh, not that any of you would be interested, but uh, it was a very nice, it was a very nice Sunday. Hope everyone had a really nice Sunday as well. Well, um, just want to kind of get into some of the slides here. Um, Tesla is looking pretty strong. As a matter of fact, I, uh, I bought another half position. I don't have a lot of shares of Tesla. I, I, I'm, I'm waiting into the, I'm waiting in as, as we speak. Um, so hopefully this will, this will work out, but, uh, it's looking pretty good. I mean, it's, it's looking pretty good, but first I want to talk about the NASDAQ. The NASDAQ is up. S&P is down. Dow Jones is down. So go figure. The, the S&P and the Dow are just off slightly, not a whole lot, not a lot of volume, but the, the, um, the NASDAQ's looking pretty good. And uh, that is indeed a good thing. So we're still in the confirmed uptrend. Now, I'm not totally out of cash. I still have cash from when we were in the confirmed, when we were in the market trend up or under pressure. So I am moving out of cash. I'm trying to find a way to go. I have one of my portfolios, the individual portfolio. I have that pretty much all allocated. I'm getting to the point where I'm going to have the small portfolio all allocated, but I'm still trying to allocate my two other larger portfolios. Just a tough to do. Um, wanted to talk to you about Square. Square is the stock of the day. <laughs> and uh, if you've been listening in a while or if you've been on the action trade alerts, and by the way, if you want to get in on those action trade alerts, super great. Uh, all you have to do is go to... Um, www.dallastradingfloor.com and the action trade alerts basically um if if you've been if you were on those i think we put out a we, we put out an alert on square last week we had a spread on it very nice spread it's doing quite well right now uh it was up tremendously i mean it just uh you know basically they they acquired a company called afterplay and this is a big deal because this afterplay apparently is a major um, a major company in Australia, and it definitely, definitely, the market loved it. There was, a, you know, this, the composite rating, this is 98. I think we're still, we may be a little bit extended on this, but we may be still able to buy this one. It's got a consolidation pattern, so not necessarily, it's a, it's a pretty strong, it's a, it's a pretty strong pattern, but not necessarily the, the very best of the best, but it's still pretty darn good. And uh, for everybody out there that uh, is looking for something to acquire. Let's take a look at, of course, the 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 stock that we all want to see, and of course that is um, that is Tesla, and Tesla looks again uh, finally after a long long time, we are starting to see it move above there above this trend line. Now, if we draw if we if we were to draw a line, you can see that it has reversed and it's reversed higher. Currently, it's up about twenty five dollars a share or about 3.7%. Um, it looks like we're finally moving beyond this, this sort of 680, 690 um, consolidation, and it looks like we're moving higher. I, I started buying it basically at this level, you know, at the, at the 680 level, kind of what I was talking about before, and as it's moved up, I've bought another position. Not a, not, not a, huge, uh, not a huge position, 
but the volume's up 35% and it's looking pretty strong. So will it move uh, higher? I mean, who knows, but I, I definitely think it's moved beyond this very key level, uh, which is of course the, um, which is, which is of course the resistance at about 680. Now, if you're looking to get into Tesla, I think you, you know, you can start kind of putting your toe back in the water now. I wouldn't go in full force on this because we still have that overhead supply, as you know. So um, it's 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 a little bit it's a little bit tricky getting in here, but this is a kind of you know kind of an area where we want to start start possibly moving in. Now, it it if it goes above about 720, then I think we can we can we can go in with another position. So um, I think it's good from about 720 up to about 780. There's some more resistance at about 780. Um, well, 750 and then 780. So we're going to, you know, hopefully we're going to be able to move back into Tesla. I, I, you know, I've been waiting for a long time for this. Um, but, uh, you know, I definitely think it's starting to, it's starting to turn the corner a little bit. So I'm pretty excited about that. They had blowout earnings and, um, you know, that's, that's the reason why now I think it's possibly a good time to get in. We don't want to be in this when there's a risk, when there's a um, earnings risk, because that can be devastating with a stock like this. But uh, now that they've come through earnings and they're, they're solid, I think that we're going to see some nice motion on Tesla. Um, just want to kind of show you my, my holdings. I'm probably holding too many stocks right now. I typically only like to hold between eight and 10 stocks. Uh, but uh, I've been trying to buy them as they come into buy zones. Of course, I'm in NVIDIA, uh, as you as you well know. Uh, I started buying in after the split, uh, and we're starting to, to sort of wade into the position. Um, I really think that it needs to move, to, to really move up even more. I think it needs to move above about the $200 level. Currently, it's at $197.43. Up uh, about a percent and a quarter today, pretty good. And uh, uh, the 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 change on the price about 244, so looking pretty good. DocuSign's down a little bit, 1.16 uh, percent. I still think it's consolidating here. Again, I want to see this move above about 300. I have a spread on it that basically basically is going to pay if it moves above about uh, 300. So hopefully, I'm hopefully we're going to get back to Hopefully we're going to get back to that level uh, at about uh, at about 300. I still am having issues with my with my camera. That might be a, it. Might be a card. I mean, need to get a card for my machine. Now, interestingly enough, um, LB, which is uh, uh, which was L Brands, has changed its name to Bath and Body Works. Uh, this is up today as well. They're going to be spinning off um, Victoria's Secret, and I'm going to try to get an idea. I I have some of this stock. I'm going to try to find out if, you know, if I'm going to get a dividend, a cash dividend or a dividend of stock from the new Victoria's Secret, which has not yet been, uh, has not yet been um, uh, spun off yet. But this has changed its name to LB Bath and Body Works. Nike is just continuing to do well for me. It's up again, one dollar today. Lithium Motors, a little bit of a disappointment, but you know the the automobile groups have been strong. I'm up on Robert Half. <coughs> Burke and Elmer has been very strong as well. Boston Scientific, it's up today. AMD continuing its movement. <coughs> My buy point was right below about 100. So in the 99 to $100 range, it's up about $9. Doing very, very well. Lots of lots of volume coming in there. The semis are particularly strong right now. I also have ST Micro. That's, a, that's an Italian Swiss 
semiconductor company, and it's up as well. Just one cent, not a whole lot. Of course, we talked about Tesla, and uh, it's bouncing around. When this was taken, it was 7-Eleven. I think it's going to close higher today. And, of course, um, then I also have Snapchat uh, as well on this. I only have, I, I do have a, a spread on Square. Unfortunately, it's not on here, and I, you know, it just, I just have an options play on Square. I don't have uh, actually the underlying um, stock. Okay, well, thank you for bearing with me on that. Let's uh, see if we can get to some of the questions. Let's uh, let's go here. Um, and let's see. Thank you for holding here for the questions. And Matt, I guess you're first today. Hey. Oh, on semiconductor. Yeah, this this one is doing tremendous. I it's it's not on my buy list, but it's going to go on my buy list tonight. Uh, on semiconductor, the semis in general have been doing very very well, but on semiconductor, ON symbol ON is setting up very very nice. It's based in Phoenix, and look at this, look at this gap up. It's very very nice. It's right into the buy zone right now. Oops, let me go let me go ahead and move over to that correct screen there. Oh, there we go. All right. So there we go. So take a look at on semiconductor. We did have this gap up. It's pulled back a little bit since, but there is a resistance right here at 44.59 on on semiconductor. It is looking very very strong. Look at the look at look at the look at the kind of earnings that it's been producing. This one definitely is something that we could possibly look to do a put spread on uh, because it is so strong. Um, and uh, let's just look at the checklist on this one. So I'm going to be probably coming out with some stuff. This has got a 100% checklist. I love checklists like this where I can get, um, you know, you know, where I can, where I can do, um, you know, where I can, where I can come into it. It just, pass, it just checks all the boxes. And of course, when it retakes this 4459, it's really, really good to go. The relative strength line is 81. It's pointed up. This is looking very, very strong. You can start acquire, you could start accumulating a position here. Uh, it's it's not quite at the buy point, but it has it has definitely reversed. What I'm going to do here is I'm going to draw a reversal line on this, and that basically is like this. So you can see the reversal line. Basically, the obviously the ultimate time to buy it was right before earnings, but we don't like to do that because a lot of times. It can move. It can move. Uh, it can move down on us. But as you can see, coming right into earnings, and then and then it um, it exploded on um, after earnings. Now here's what I would do on this one. I would not buy this one unless it moves above 44.59. This is the buy point on the consolidation base, and this is a first stage consolidation. So this is a very very good pattern to buy it on. But here's how I would buy on semiconductor, and this is you know kind of what I like to do, this is this is kind of how I like to buy them uh, because basically what I'm looking to do is uh, you want to set a buy stop limit order and the the limit is equal to uh, the, the, the stop, I'm sorry, the stop <laughs> stop is equal to the buy point, which is 44, which is 44.59, and the limit is equal to um, 44.59 plus 10 cents. Or, let's see if I can get that right. There we go. Or um, 44.59, 44.59 
uh, or 44, 69, excuse me, 69. So this is really how I would buy on semiconductor. It's totally buyable. Oops. It's, it's totally buyable right now on a buy stop limit. And it's a limit. That's, I, I have to get it correct. So L-A-M-I-T, not Y. Now, so this is how I would buy on semiconductor, and I definitely think it's very, very worthwhile. Um, it, it, it's it's very, very worth, worthwhile buying this one because it's got a hundred percent checklist. It has done a reversal and it has gapped up. These are all very, very good signs. So this is going to do very, very well. Uh, this is this is going to do very, very well. The this this group, the electronic semiconductor manufacturing group, has moved up steadily, even though I don't like the fact that it's below you know, that it's below about 100 on here. This has been improving. This group has been improving. So this is viable right now. Look at this. Look at look at this um, amount of uh, of buying pressure. So there's a lot of buying pressure on this one right now. The way to buy this one would be to set a buy stop limit order probably for tomorrow. 44.59 would be the limit and 44.69 is the um, uh the, the stop is equal to 44.59 and the limit is 44.69. So the minute it crosses 44.59, an order to buy is put in for 44.69. So very, very good stock there and uh, definitely, definitely worth, uh, you know, this, this is definitely in the buy zone right now and, uh, and, and very, very good stock. So thank you so much, Matt. That's an excellent, that's an excellent choice on semiconductor. Um, what would be a good entry point for Starbucks? Thanks, Kate. Um, thanks for watching the show too, by the way. <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, SBUX. And, uh, you know, you know, if we can ever get this economy back and reopened, you know, Starbucks is going to be, is Starbucks going to be great. Uh, right now, here's the issue with Starbucks. We did pass through that buy point at 118.98. Um, we did, but then we pulled back and then we pulled up. So it's this is a, a relatively, it's having a little bit of difficulty at this level, but I do think it's going to bounce off the, the the 21 day line. It is currently viable, but it doesn't have as good a uh, it doesn't have as good a checklist as on semiconductor right now. It's it's quite good, it's quite good, uh, but not quite as good as as on semiconductor. But the restaurant retail uh, area is doing much much better. 78 checklist. Here's where you could buy this. The buy point on this one is 118.96. So 118.96 would be a good entry point. Currently, it's at 120.24. So we are basically, you know, we're at a place where we could buy it at this point. So we could definitely buy Starbucks right now. It is it's at a good level where we could buy it. So that that would be that would be definitely. Um, 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 definitely a place to buy it let's see if the let's see if square is still in the buy zone that's a really good question let's take a look at s bucks b u x and no square i'm sorry we, we look at s bucks which i which i like square let's look let's see if square is in the buy zone and square is actually below the buy zone can you believe that but it's below above the reversal line this is the reversal line that I bought it that I that I bought um, that that I that I put in here and I can show you basically one two three days ago. That's where I entered the bull put spread, you know, thinking that it would reverse and yes, it did. So it's looking good. I won't buy actual physical shares until it moves to the buy point. 
283. Here's what I like to do. I like to buy the share. I like to do a spread or an options play prior to the buy point. And then when I get to the buy point, buy the physical shares. So that's kind of how I do it. It had excellent, excellent earnings. The part of the reason I do that, part of, part of the reason I do that is I don't like to be holding shares right before earnings because they can, they can, they can really, really disappoint you. They can, they can reverse on you and, and, and pull it down. I like to use options for that. But after we go through a period like this where we have such a strong, we have, we have such a strong um, uptrend like with Square, that's where you want to start buying buying the shares. Now, would I buy at this level? Well, right now we are we have reversed higher, so that's a very good thing. We could start nibbling here now. Here, what do I mean by nibbling? Well, I would not buy a full position here. So let's say the value of your portfolio is eight thousand dollars. If you were to divide that by eight, that would give you um, that that would give you eight full positions. So. If you were to buy, um, if, if you if you had that size of a portfolio, eight thousand dollar portfolio, and you were to buy Square tomorrow, I would not buy anything more than five hundred dollars worth. So basically, two shares. Um, so that's that's how I would look at. It. But you definitely can move into the position now. It's still looking very very good. It's below the buy zone though. I want you know the buy zone on Square is two eighty three nineteen. Uh, it's 283.19, so it's below the buy zone, but it has reversed higher. You could definitely start buying here. Uh, I would buy half now, and then possibly half if it moves above 283. So that's kind of where I would uh, I would be going. So basically, uh, as you can see, I I did this with with options, but you can definitely do that with shares. Uh, and now that it's probably confirmed, it's probably better. Uh, it's probably better with shares. All right, so let's take a um, gander at people. Um, uh, okay, this is the question about get into uh, get into N Nvidia or AMD. Well, let's look. To, let's take a look at both of them. Now, I actually have both AMD and Nvidia, so I'm going to take a look at AMD first. AMD came out of earnings very strong, and that's where it had its very nice movement up. Here we go. I'll show you on the chart. You can see where I my buy points. I didn't buy. I'll be honest with you on Nvidia, I mean on AMD. I did not really buy it properly. Okay, the correct buy point was 95 at 14, but I waited until after earnings. That's where I bought was after earnings, because I was afraid of the earnings risk. So I bought it after earnings. This was on, this was on my watch list, but and I bought it as it moved after earnings. That's where I bought it. Bought a half position there, and then I did buy it extended. Here I bought a I bought a uh, another half position. But one thing I did do is I moved my stop loss up. And currently, I believe my stop loss is at about uh, 103. Let me just take a check on that to make sure. And I have this on the small portfolio. What? I, by the way, if you ever, if you do have a link to the small portfolio, you'll you, right over here is where I keep my stop losses. And sometimes I actually, I actually keep them correctly. Uh, 103 one, 103.5 so that's where that's where I set uh, that's 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 where I set my stop loss so what I'm going to do is I'm going to come in I'm going to I'm going to edit this and this this is my little stop loss thing I'm going to edit that to 103.50 and that's where my stop loss is so that kind of gives an idea of where I stop loss I again I came in as it moved up and then um, 
when it confirmed, I bought another position. So my average, I'm right about even on my average. And now I'll just continue to moving my stop loss up. And then hopefully uh, when it pulls back, I'll be out of the profit. Right now, I'm basically even on in um, AMD in terms of my buys. So let's look at NVIDIA, NVDA. And this is another one that, of course, that I'm trading. This is one of my favorite stocks, of course. And I do think that it has started to retake after, you know, we made our we, we made the high here. And, of course, this is on a split-adjusted basis. So this would have been about $424. That's a, would have been approximately the $425 is, is what it was. And then it split. Uh, and then usually as it split, then it pulls back. And, of course, it did. And then, um, you know, we, we came back into it. So... The, this, on a split, this is always the way you handle it. Typically, the best way to handle it is that into the split, you want to hold it, sell before the split, let it pull back, let it bounce, and then let it move back up. I think if uh, NVIDIA moves beyond 200, I think we're going to see it retake 210 and 215 very, very quickly. So uh, I still I, I, I like both of the stocks, uh, but I think that if you're, if you're looking for overall leader, for the, for the absolute leader, it's going to be a little Nvidia, a little bit over, um, over Andy, but they're both very, very good stocks. I have several semiconductor stocks right now. I have AMD, I have uh, Nvidia, and then I have ST Micro, which is also uh, doing pretty well actually. And I and I may I may get on semiconductors. This is just very, very. It's very, very nice. Thanks, uh, Mickey, on on semiconductor. Right now on ON, that's the. That's the uh, symbol for on semiconductor is right right below a buy point. Now, even though it did break out, it there was a reversal. Yeah, so there's the reversal. Okay, you see how that it broke through that reversal, and then this is a lot of times what will happen, especially after very stellar earnings like they did. You will see this reversal line, and then it will come through earnings, and then as it moves through this reversal line, that's where you're going to see these gap ups and definitely have a get nice, nice gap up today. Tremendous volume. This is probably going to consolidate right about at the buy point, but it, it's, it's, it's possibly viable here. I wouldn't buy a full position just because it hasn't moved above the buy point, but this is an early buy point that's that, that you could potentially, potentially buy at, but be very careful on semiconductor has been up one, two, three days, and typically on a fourth day, it's going to pull back a little bit. So I would be a little bit careful. That's the reason why on something like on semiconductor, I would be looking to do a buy stop limit order uh, on this one um, because I think that was gonna, that's going to give us a better, um, you know, a, a, a better a better potential. So the buy stop limit order that I would recommend on on, semi, on semiconductor is. Put it your stop at about 44.59. That's the buy point right here, and then if it moves above 44.59, and it move, uh, just 10 cents, it will buy you in right above that buy point. So we want to pierce this this ceiling here, which is the buy point 44.59. So that's where I would buy. That would be my next buy on on semiconductor. It's got an excellent excellent checklist. It's 100% on the checklist. So very very good. Uh, looking chart there as well. All right, uh, let's take a look at uh, at Boeing. Of course, that's BA. Um, Boeing, of course, is the largest exporter in the United States. Believe it or not, 
but it is struggling. And I, and I don't like to buy struggling stocks when there's so much other good inventory out there. Right now, we're below that 244.08 buy point, And that is not looking good. We did bounce off the 200-day line, but I just don't, I want to see some more strength before I get, before I, before I get uh, involved with uh, Boeing. Right now, I would have to watch this Boeing. It's just overall not a very good chart. This is the monthly chart. The, uh, this is the weekly chart that we're looking at. It's got a downward trend. So I have to say for right now, uh, you know, right now with, um, you know, with Boeing, I think you've got to basically, um, and this is kind of, this is kind of um, painful, but I think you have to watch list it only. Uh, and I, I just think we've got to watch list this and, and, uh, and we've got to wait a little bit. Uh, uh, you know, we've, we've got to wait a little bit on, on Boeing just because it has pulled back and, and really, you know, it, this is a downward trend. I don't think we want to buy it right now. It, uh, you know, I, it's not on my, it's not in my radar, uh, only because I just think that there's so many better options out there. Thank you, Ricky, very much. VSX, this is a this is a stock that I picked up on a Thursday. This Boston Scientific. Uh, I did not. I, I have a half position uh, on this one. Uh, it it uh, it it seems to be doing. It seems to be faring fairly well. They had great earnings, and I bought it after earnings. And you could give there you go. That shows you that my buy points. Um, so basically. You know, the way I bought this was setting that stop loss, that buy stop limit order. I'm sorry, setting the stop loss here. But as, no, I'm sorry, first the full position, excuse me, as it moved and then and then it's up a little bit today. So this is looking very good. Boston Scientific is still in a buy zone, Ricky. So if you want to buy it at this point, that's no problem to buy it at this point. Here's the thing, if you do, if you do buy Boston Scientific here, you probably want to put your stop loss right about 44.50, uh, and that's just slightly below. That's slightly below the buy point. So I think it will get support there, based on what I'm seeing. Uh, I think this is a very good stock. I think it's in a very good area. Has a nice checklist, 78%. The only two areas that it is not performing well on is the relative, the, the earnings per share, and the relative strength. But the relative strength is improving, and I do think that with the with these last earnings, I think that the it's it's improving a lot. So let's take a look at the sales. Basically, you know, the sales were up 54%, but the profits, and this is the key, were up 400%. This is the last quarter that they announced. So they're doing something right, and that's for sure, because uh, Boston Scientific is looking very good, and it is viable right now. So definitely, definitely a viable chart. Um, let's look at TTD. This is the trade desk. And of course, TTD split 10 for one, split 10 for run right here, basically in the middle of June. We did have a very nice spread trade on this, on, on this one. It did, it did do quite well. We, we didn't really come back into it after that. Now, one thing about the trade desk, I would be very concerned about buying it right now. And why? Because we're only seven days away from earnings. Earnings will be uh, Monday of next week. So uh, we want to be, you know, that'll be on the 9th of uh, August. So we want to be careful here uh, that we prob probably is not a good time to buy it right now. It's probably best to wait 
and watch this. See how it does in earnings, because if it does disappoint in earnings, it's likely to pull back. But if it's do if it does well, then this might be very, very, very good. I do think that they're likely to have good earnings. The checklist is strong. This might be potentially a uh, earnings play. I'm going to take a look at it, possibly for a bull put spread on this one TTD uh, for the bull put spread. Bull put spread. Okay. On these ones, just because uh, it is f uh, seven days in, in front of earnings. So we want to be a little bit careful when we when we get that close to earnings. Um, and uh, so that's definitely something that I think we want to be a little bit careful on. Uh, so I would not be a buyer of TTD. Um, I would not be a buyer of TTD right at this level. I would wait until it went through earnings. Earnings are going to be on August 9th. So that's something to take a look at. But uh, great company, TTD, excellent checklist. Just needs to be a little bit, uh, uh, we just have to be a little bit careful with the earnings because earnings can be really tricky. I mean, it really, really good. It can be really, really tricky. Ricky, uh, is it a good time to get into NVIDIA at this level? You know what? I sure think it is. Um, I've been I've been building my position. I you know I sold all my NVIDIA right before it split uh, four for one, and now I'm starting to rebuild my position. Earnings for NVIDIA are going to be in about two weeks, and my guess is these earnings are going to be very good. So what I'm trying to do is build a position in NVIDIA and see if I can get a profit margin of 10% going into earnings. Now, I will hold through earnings if uh, if I have a 10% uh, or more uh, margin. And I do think that that's likely based on things. That it does have to move up a little bit more than where it's at now for me, but I do think that we're going to see it move higher. And so what I'm trying to do right now is I'm not real, you know, I've done most of my buys I'm kind of waiting for it to go through uh, through earnings right now. Hopefully, I'll be up 10% on that. I started doing, you know, basically, you know, the the last buy point on this was prior to the four for one split, and it's at 182. So, it's been a while on this one, but I do think that you know, you can come back into it now and start accumulating position. I wouldn't go all in yet. I would wait until it comes through earnings. I think it's going to come through earnings very well. It could really, really move up very quickly if it does get a good earnings report. And I think that that's likely, actually. Uh, but I wouldn't commit to a full position. I'd go with a half position. And then if it does well in earnings, and again, that's about two weeks for NVIDIA, then I think I would go in with another full, another half position on that. Yeah. All right, thoughts on NURO bought at three. This is okay, so this is a penny stock. And by the way, everybody, anything below about um, $10 is considered a penny stock. These are much more risky stocks. Um, you can do very, very well on them, but I do caution against them because they're not considered investment grade. All right, and uh, it's, it's much more of a crapshoot on these. All right, so I want to show you the chart on this one. This is a really this this chart is not what I would like to see, but let's see you you know um, okay yeah and you bought it three dollars and seventy five cents wow you're up to thirteen dollars, gosh I would be a seller right here right now <laughs> I absolutely would be a seller right now on this one or at least I would sell half of my position so here's what I would do 
Um, you know, after I told you about all those bad things that you can, can happen if you buy penny stocks, you've proven me wrong. You've tripled your money. So what do I know? Anyways, what I would do here is why not sell half your position and play with the house's money? That's what I would do uh, because if you play with the house's money, then you don't have to be as careful about um, about maintaining your stop losses. But uh, I would sell half my position. I really would. I would take profits right here. I absolutely would. So that's congratulations. That's That's excellent. All right, Pfizer, Neo, and Nicola. Well, Nicola uh, is a fraudulent company, as you probably know. Uh, Nicola, actually, the, the former CEO was arrested. I think he's going to be thrown in jail. Not sure about that. Um, but let's. But uh, but Pfizer certainly isn't. Uh, and uh, let, let's look at Neo. Neo tends to run with um, Tesla. I prefer buying Tesla, even though it's much more expensive than Neo. Uh, because I think it's more of a real company. Um, Neo is a real company too, and they do export items to Europe, but uh, they are definitely not as um, it's just it's not as essential a company. That said, uh, it's it's down a little bit after hours. Here's the thing: I think one share of Tesla is worth having more than a Neo. Uh, right now, the reason that Neo is trading up is because Tesla is trading up. So I want to show you Tesla, T-S-L-A. So it's better to have fewer shares of Tesla than more shares of Neo. And you can look at the relative strength on that. It's an 86. Let's go back to Neo. I know that there's, I, I know that people really like Neo, and I have traded it, so I can't say that. And so it's 93. So this, it's very comparable. It's actually a little bit stronger. Let's get Neo. 76 checklist. That's good. And let's look at Tesla. Tesla, uh, and I believe it's 76 checklist, or maybe not. 78 checklist. Okay, so it's the same. So pretty good. Well, I guess maybe you could consider it as a Tesla compatible. Maybe you could. I'm not I'm not buying it. I'm buying, I'm buying Tesla instead, I'm not buying Neo. But uh, let's look at Fizzy, P-Z-E. I think that's it for Pfizer. All right. Let's see. Let me get, let me get the... Uh, um, let me let me look up the uh, the symbol for Pfizer really quick. P i z e r stock symbol. And of course, they are definitely benefiting from the PFE. Right? My my mistake there. PFE. PFE. Yeah, let's look at Pfizer. Um. You know, there, there's been a lot of buying today, that's for sure. Let's look at the daily chart. Um, let's see if it's buyable. You know, it's 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 beyond. It's a little bit extended. It, it, uh, the buy point on this was 40, 4109. Um, the, the, the buy point on this was 4109 right here. Let's see if I can show you that. Yeah, It's right here where this dotted line is. That's the buy point on a cup with handle buy point, which is a very good buy point. So right now it's a little bit extended. So would I buy it at this level? Probably not if I didn't already have it. If I had a if I had a half position, I would probably definitely buy another half position. If I did not have a half position, I probably would not buy it as a first buy. I just wouldn't. I just wouldn't buy it. Um, all right, Sophie, S-O-F-I. Sophie. Sophie. 
Right. So fi. See what we've got there. SoFi Technologies. Um, you know this this is very promising area. But here's the thing: I just looking at this chart. Um, I just don't like the chart. It is a downward trending chart, and it is an IPO. So I just probably would not be in this one. Uh, it's a good group, six out of 197. Let's just see who the leaders are in this group, and see if anybody is in a buy is, is in a buy zone. Let's just take a quick look to see if we can f see that, if that is possible to, to find that. So I'm going to go down here to the market groups here, and we're going to go look for number six. And of course, that is the um, that that is the consumer finance group. So let's see if we could get yeah, there. Two, three, four, five, six. Oops, get that back again. I just sorted it twice. Ah, there we go. Oh, that's the apparel. That's that's actually one of my favorite groups too. But let's see if I am. Well, I guess not. S O F I. Let's, let's go back to that. S O F I. So five technologies, um, and it is. Oh, I'm sorry. It's eight out of 196. Excuse me. That was not right. Let's go to number eight. There we go. Because what I'm what I'm really trying to do here, everybody, is I'm trying to find out who the leaders are in the group. Now the top stocks are Santander Commercial. I had this one. This is a very very good one. I sold it just because I I needed to make some more room in my portfolio. Um, let's look at Santander. I think this is a better company. It's got a better checklist, that's for sure. Now, the question is, is, is Santander viable at these levels? Well, it, it is, actually. I think that this is a, what they call a tight pattern, and the earnings were super. This one is probably going to pop. I can almost guarantee you this one is going to pop. Uh, I think this is one. Is, yeah, I think this is one is is going to pop after hours. It uh, when okay, the net change in earnings on Santander was terrific. So let's see. I want to look at the weekly chart. This may be a buy tomorrow morning. Uh, let's see. Let's see if that's exactly right. If I can get this, so I might be buying this one tomorrow morning. No, okay. So we are still flat. Okay, so we've come through earnings. They were excellent. And let's see what's happened on the daily chart. All right, that's where I sold. Okay, and I sold just basically prior to earnings. So this is one I would look at and post to SoFi is, is Santander because it is the, the best in the group. Should we hold through earnings on NEO? Absolutely not. Oh, you're up 16%? Oh, absolutely. Okay, so now, yeah, you, you could definitely hold through earnings. Um, I don't recommend typically holding through earnings uh, unless you're up 10%. Well, if you're up 16%, then you definitely can hold through earnings. If you like to be a little bit cautious, you might want to sell half your positions and then hold half your positions through earnings. But you could, if you're up 10%, you definitely can hold through earnings. So. Um, you know that's that's a great move. So uh, if you can, if you if you if that is the case, uh, you know if that's the case here, 
then I think you're in a very, very good situation. Uh, you're, 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 you're in a, you're in a, you're in a very, very good situation with your earnings. Um, so I would definitely consider holding through. I would consider definitely holding through with the kind of, the kind of, uh, profit that you have. All right. Uh, okay. This is Neo. Uh, let's look at Rio. Hey, Majed. Hey, Zim. Let's look at Zim. Zim, of course, is the, uh, it, it's a new stock that is that's been in there for a while. Zim. It, uh, it it's an old company. It's um, it was it's basically the Israeli national shipping company, but they took it private and it's you know it was listed basically. This is an IPO. Uh, it seems to be pulling back above the um, the 50-day moving average, so it seems to be getting some. It seems to getting some strength once again. Um, you know, the relative strength is 90, 98. Would I buy it at this level? I don't think so. I would be a little bit more careful on this one just because it does look like it is reversing above that reversal line, though. So, yeah, if it went, if it could hold about 42, 43, I might consider it because it is looking pretty good in terms of everything. The, the profits are excellent on this. Uh, the question is, when is their next? The question is, when is their next? Um, Earnings report. That's going to be that's going to be on today. You know what? Obviously, you can't buy this one because it's an after-hours deal. Um, but let's see how this trades. I mean, this this they may have blowout earnings, and if they do, then this one might be a good good place to go. I mean, it's in a very good area. Eighteen out of one ninety-seven in terms of the sectors of the economy. So um, I, you know, I think that um, if it, if it pops to you know if it pops tomorrow morning. And I don't know. It doesn't show anything after hours. Then I think you could buy it. I definitely do. That's amazing. I normally wouldn't say that, but I definitely think based on the charts, I think uh, you could do it. Hey, Jim, I'm new to investing and day trading. Well, actually, I'm not a day trader. I'm what they call a swing trader. I typically will hold my positions. A day trader will will sell all of his positions by the end of the day so and, and go into cash at night. I don't do that. I usually hold through. Can you recommend some resources and anything I should buy right now? Well, there's a number of very good things that are breaking out. Um, I do think um, that uh, there are some very, very nice setups out there. Let me just see if I can I can give you kind of something. You know, you ought to consider possibly, um, you know, possibly buying the book, um, you know, uh, um, How to Make Money in Stocks, A Winning System, Good Times or Bad. And that's available basically by just going to uh, www.dallastradingfloor and then and then just click on the button and it'll take you right to Amazon uh, for that. But it's it's a really good thing. It it, it definitely changed my life. Uh, but uh, basically, you know, oops, that's a Vinny one. Um, just go to www.dallastradingfloor.com and uh, scroll down and click on the link for the. Um, um, for for how to make money in stocks and winning system, good times or bad. And by the way, if you're interested in our mugs, I want to kind of show you how that looks. Um, so I'm just going to go to www.dallastradingfloor.com. And here we go. Oops. And hopefully it'll come up here in a second. Dallastradingfloor.com. Oh, did, it, did it come up?
putting it in again. I'm hoping. Yeah, there we go. Okay. So this is kind of what this is. This is this is kind of what the um, this is kind of what the, the website looks like. It looks like both this on mobile and not. And if you and if you're interested in getting a book that will really change your your way of going, just go down here to this one, two, third, third one down here, and just click on that link, and it'll come up with this: How to Make Money in Stocks, a Winning System, Good Times or Bad. This is off the 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 Amazon site, but this is just a great great book. And if you can read this, you'll understand kind of what I'm talking about. That's the Can Slim system. Also, of course, always like to. Uh, always like to say we have a we have the uh, official Dallas Trading Floor mug, so I just wanted to show you that as well. Six ninety five. We do have to have shipping on there. It's uh, but you, you actually can pick it up here at the at the at the uh, uh, at the location to avoid shipping, but there is shipping on it. But uh, this is the Dallas Trading Floor mug, in case you're interested in those kind of things. Anyways, thanks for uh, thanks for asking that question. And your question was, what is a good stock to buy right now? So let me, let's go through stocks that may be breaking out that might be of interest. Now, sometimes I there are stocks that do fairly well. Now, here's a stock. It's very interesting. It's breaking out today. And I've not heard of the stock, but it's a retail stock. And uh, I wouldn't buy it, might put my whole money in this position, but you might want to look at this one. It's called J. Jill Incorporated. J. I. L. L. is the name, is the symbol of the stock. This is breaking out today. It's got a 99 relative strength and it's right in a buy zone. So that's something I want to kind of point out to you as, as a stock. Now, I don't own this stock because it just, it just moved through earnings, but the earnings were up 106%. Sales were up 42%. The, the, Earnings were up 106%. This one's looking pretty decent. This is in a very good area. It's got a 90, uh, 89 checklist, and this is in the retail sector. So if you wanted to get a small position in this one, a starter position, that might make some sense in case you are interested in a stock that might be working very well. The symbol on that, J-I-L-L. -L. All right. Uh, Zen. I think you mean Zim. Um, okay. Let's see. All right, uh, great call. Oh, thank you very much. I appreciate that, Raj. Um, you know, it's I've been waiting around for, I've been waiting around for 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 Tesla for a while. I love Tesla, but I just couldn't buy it. The chart wasn't right. <laughs> it's it's frustrating because you want to buy it, you you have everything's ready to go, and you just want to do it. But you know, Tesla's made, and I show you why I did that. So, oh, thank you very much. Um, thank you very very much about that. Um. Here, here's 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 why I kind of figured that might happen with Tesla. This is a reversal line here, you see. And what happens is Tesla is currently was currently in a downturn, but but this is sort of a resistance. And as it bounces off this 200-day line, that's this black line here, that's when you're starting to see it move above. And and why does what makes a stock go higher? Well, you know, for years I thought it was, oh, they had great news or, you know, somebody bought it or a celebrity got on the board or whatever. But I found out that actually that's not it at all. What makes a stock go higher is that the strong hands, the holders, the strong holders of it, they refuse to sell at the 
at the at the bid price basically there's the bid and there's an ask they hold hold out for that ask price well if enough of them hold out for that ask price it just goes up and finally that's what's happening with tesla because many of the weak hands what they call the weak hands have gotten pushed out and now it seems like the strong hands are coming back in so i do expect that we will see at least for the time being if tesla can move above about 720. Now, currently, it's pulled back a little bit. It's at 710 after hours. If it can move about above about 720, it's probably going to move up to about 780. That's kind of how I see it. So thank you very, very much for that um, that comment. Really appreciate it. Uh, Bloom Energy, a buy at $20.50 for a swing trade. General good support at 20 Only problem is the 20-day line. Oh, yeah, you don't want to buy a real... Unfortunately, you don't want to do that. You know, especially not in this market. You don't want to buy when the 50 is under the 200. Let me look at Bloom. Let me see if I can give you a good uh, look at that. BL and Energy. All right. And Bloom Energy. And okay, so what is there? Uh, Green Energy Company. PE. That's right. Okay. I Yeah, I remember that, but I didn't. I don't think I have a markup on this one, but let's look at BE and let's look at the support of Bloom. All right. So here's Bloom Energy. Right now, I would not buy Bloom Energy. And just by looking at this chart, and, and say, Jim, how do you know that? Well, it is in a downward trend. So so let's let's put the trend line in here going from the top here. And then I'm going to hit the high at 28. And then I'm going to and I'm going to move down. Okay, this is the trend line for for Bloom Energy. What I'm going to do is I'm going to put an alert on this line. So if it moves above this line, then I'm going to start looking at it. Why? Because then it will change character. Right now, the stock is in a downward trend. So you're, you're right. When the 50-day line here, that's this red line, crosses below that 200-day line, this is what they call the death cross. And that's right here. That means that at least for right now, you probably don't want to buy it because the momentum is lower. Now, when this 50-day line moves above the the 200-day line, then it has regained its upward momentum. That's the reason I've drawn this trend line here. So as it moves higher, that's where we'll see it move. Um, we possibly could move into it. Right now, you can't move into this one. This is not a good stock to buy right now. It's in a downward trend. Um, the earnings per share uh, is due in two days. That's another thing. We don't want to buy into earnings like this. So with Bloom Energy, I just think you've got to be a little bit more careful. And it's just got to be a little bit more careful. It's not ready. It's it's sort of not, it's not ready to go quite yet. But it will be. I'm sure it will be, be. But right now, you just can't buy it because it's in a bad trend. What do you think about Fastly? Will earnings be good on Friday? It's hard to say if earnings will be good or bad. But let's take a look. We can kind of figure this out. And there's a website out there called Earnings Whispers, E-A-R-N-I-N-G-S, Whispers, W-H-I-S-P-E-R-S. So let's look at Earnings Whispers to see what's going to happen with um, Fastly. Now, let's what's the symbol for Fastly. I think it's F-S-L-Y. I think that's the symbol. So let's take a look. F-S-L-Y. Let's see what Earnings Whispers has to say. Well, uh, earnings whispers. Let's pull it over there. 
earnings whispers is saying, what are they, what are they saying? They are saying that the short-term price trend is down. No, that's not looking good. The intermediate price term is down. The long-term price is down. So not where you really want to be. There's downward pressure on this, on the stock right now. Um, the pivot is at 48.44, and there is support at 47.38. But look at that chart. It's just not the China chart we want to see going from high to low. So here's the thing about Fastly. I think you want to avoid it. That would be my guess uh, right now. Is I would be avoiding Fastly. But let's bring up the chart. F-S-L-Y. And yeah, yeah, this chart unfortunately just is not the kind of chart you want to buy. This is a downward trending chart, and it has a relative strength of two. So I think you just have to be super careful on this one. I don't know if this will turn up, but right now it's trading below the 200-day line. I just would not buy this one. You know, whenever it's below um, about the 200-day line, I think you've got to be super careful. So it's a it's a it's a no buy. Um, Below 200-day line, so really, that's kind of the that, that's kind of the long and short of it. You really cannot buy this one at this time. You just can't. It's a no buy. It's below the 200-day line, and it just does not look good. So even if they have good earnings, I don't think you're going to want to be there on this one. So I would not do the. I, I would not buy Fastly at this point. It just it just the the the, the is not a good. Um, it's not a good. Uh, um, a, a not a good look. Okay, let's see. Um, you only tell when to buy and not when to sell. <laughs> good question. Thank you for that. Here's what you need to do to know how to sell. Now, most people say, "Well, you 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 tell when to buy, when 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 not to sell." Here's how you know when to sell. When you buy a stock. You set a stop loss, and the stop loss you set is about three to four percent below where you bought it. As the stock moves higher, you move that stop loss up. Now, when you start to get to about twenty percent, if if you're lucky enough to have one of those stocks, then you consider selling half of the shares. But if you're using a stop loss, you just move that stop loss, and eventually, the stock will pull back, and it will it will it will it will, it will uh, cash you out. So the first so so buying at the correct buy point and then moving that moving that up and then as the stock reverses the stop loss will sell you out and the stop loss will be typically if you've done it right and you've held it for more than a few days uh, and and you've bought correctly you will be in a positive situation so that's what I do I buy the stock at the proper buy point set my stop loss um, basically no more than seven percent below that typically three to four percent and then as the stock moves higher I move that stop loss up. When the stock collapses down, it will move through that stop loss and you'll be sold out of a profit. So that's how you sell correctly. All right. Uh, let's take a look at... And we're almost down to about six minutes left. Okay. Let's look at Robinhood. <laughs> you know, Robinhood is an IPO. And IPOs are tough to buy. I'll be honest with you. Um, typically, the only way you don't want to buy... a the only way you want to buy a um, the only way you want to buy a um, IPO is right when it's you know um, typically after it's made its higher high. Now, when Robinhood came out of the gate, 
very people were very excited about it, and it it moved right up there, and it moved right up to forty, and then boom, it went back down. So we can't really possibly even consider getting into Robinhood until it's moved about above about forty-one. So right now, we can't do anything with Robinhood, and the reason we can't is because it's just too risky. Because if it's gone all the way up to forty-one, then people are starting to take the 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 um, the bid prices, and if they take the bid prices, it's likely to go down. So we want to see it come back up to its higher high, which is about 41. If it can hold 41 and moves higher, that's where you want to buy. You want to always be buying high, going higher. <laughs> All right, JIMA, is it a good buy? Well, that's a, you know, always a, the question is, the always the good question is, does the chart say it's a good buy? So let's look at the chart for JAMA. I believe this was a pretty popular one. Looking at the chart for Gemma, this is not a good buy. This is a bad buy. And the reason it's a bad buy is, of course, this is what you must do when you start to look at charts. The first thing you do when you open up a chart is you look to see how is it trending. Well, currently, this is trending downwards. Okay? You see that? All right. It's going from basically Seattle to Miami, all right. That's we don't want to be on that. We don't want to be on that plane. We want to be on the plane from Los Angeles to New York or Boston. So this is in a downward trend. Currently, also it's below the 200-day line. So right now, this this stock is basically not viable. It 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 really isn't. It 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 really isn't. Uh, it really isn't viable. It's basically a no buy because it's below the 200-day line, and that's right here. So. I would be very cautious about buying this. I would not buy this myself, and uh, and that's kind of how I feel about it. Um, all right, let's take a look at GSK. This is Glaxo Smith Klein. This is uh, um, these are of course big pharma, and these are typically excellent ga um, uh, these are excellent um, dividend stocks. I don't particularly like them. Uh, they're, they're not more. I like the more growthy stocks. Uh, this is not a growth stock. This is a dividend stock. It's based in based in the UK. And I think it trades on the international exchange in London. And I think it also trade. It might even also trade in Frankfurt. I'm not sure, but I know it definitely trades in New York. Um, would I be interested in this one? Well, you know, it's okay. The relative strength is 42. Uh, I think you could do a lot better. It's got a decent checklist, 67. Um, the diversified medical is 119. I just think that there's better merchandise out there. Here's a stock that I think that you might want to look at. It's not a pharma company, but it's based in it's it's in the medical area. And this is one I bought last week called PKI or Perkin Elmer. PKI. And this one is doing extremely well. This is the kind of stock you should look to buy. Is a stock that has a now currently, unfortunately, PKI is extended um, and actually I bought it on a, I think a weekly uh, I bought it on the weekly chart yeah okay I bought it on the weekly chart this this right now basically is at the level I basically bought it as it moved above this 162 currently it's at, at, at one at 138 and showing no signs of stopping these are the kind of stocks that you probably ought to be looking at it's had some very good earnings Perkin Elmer uh, this is also in the medical area uh, with relative strength of 89. Unfortunately, you can't really buy this one. It's what they call extended. So I, so I gave you a stock, but I, <laughs> I showed you one that was extended. Pr 
probably not the best idea to buy an extended stock, but there's many, many, you, you, there's many good pieces. There's many, there, there's much good merchandise out there. I don't think you have to settle for a stock like uh, Smith Klein uh, Glaxo. All right. Um, oh, I skipped, skipped mine. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that. All right. Let's look at CLAR. Uh, CLAR. Thanks for BA. C-L-A-R. Take a look. Is this Claris? Oh, oh, it's outdoor equipment. I thought this was the the the, the database company that was spun off from Alpha. For some reason, I thought it was Claris. Okay, um, look at very nice chart. Uh, it's uh, leisure products are a good area, so it's looking good. Um, no real place to buy it though, unfortunately. No real no real base action. The last time we had. Anything resembling that was the cup with handle, and that was way back in February, and that was at uh, ten, uh, about $17, $16.99. So just not necessarily a really good place to buy this one right now. Just not a great place to buy this one. So I couldn't recommend anything. Talking about that, let's kind of look at the areas of the market where we do see some accumulation going on, and that's really what we ought to always want to look for is to see where the big uh, funds are going. And right now, uh, it's still is similar to the way it was before, and that is basically the U.S. oil and gas is still is still the number one. Now, I don't have you know I uh, I don't have um, exposure. I'm, I've been trying to to create exposure in this one, and right now I don't have an exposure. I do think though there is one stock in here. It's called Denbury Resources. And that's the one probably that is 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 the best. Uh, and it is basically, uh, it looks like it may have reversed. I'm going to see if there's a place that we can buy Denbury. Denbury would be the one to buy if you if you if you bought it. Uh, that would that would be the that would be the one to buy. Currently, it's in a downward trend. So we would want to buy it if 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 we would reverse above this line. Set the alert on that line. Yep. Um, but right now, this is the best area in the market right now, and that is in the there we go. That's the that's the reversal line that we want to see on Denbury. So I'm interested possibly in buying Denbury Resources if it moves above that reversal line. Now it's currently it's trading below the uh, it's it's trading it's trading below the 50-day line. This is a good place to buy it if we can get a reversal here. But but I would not buy it this week because earnings are in three days. I want to make sure that we go through earnings first on this one. But this is a, this is a problem. This is a top stock in the top sector that we always kind of want to have a little bit of exposure to that. It's Denbury Resources. That was that's the one that uh, definitely is showing the most promise. Well, I have spent a whole hour yammering on um, and uh, <laughs> we have one last question. PCOR. PCOR. Let's look at it. PCOR. And let's look at that one. Procure technology. I don't know this. One. Okay, so it's like a it's like a supply chain management type deal. And there's a lot of companies in this space. It is pulled above. There was a buy point here. Uh, an IPO base 91. It's at 105. Hmm. Earnings are in three days. Hmm. I, I just think this is a little risky. Yeah, 78, that's not a bad checklist. Yeah, and it's 
computer enterprise software not a bad area. You know, I just would be a little careful with Sanjeet. I I don't know. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of competition in this space. So that's that's my only opinion. It's a good space, but I think that there's just uh, a lot of um, a lot a lot of um, a, a lot of competition in that space. All right. Uh, I think I pretty much got everyone. Well. Thank you, everybody. Thanks for taking a look. And by the way, if you're not a member of the, uh, you're not a member of our Action Trade Alerts, those are free, and, and they're great. And we put out, uh, you know, I, I don't know, if, I'm probably going to try to put out a list tonight, the ready list, to see if I can get a curated ready list out to everybody tonight. Uh, but you got to be on the list uh, in order to get this. Also, of course, it's it's available um, for and uh, all um, our our beacon our. Um, um, uh, our uh, Discord members, they, they you know, uh, I'm going to create another special area in the Discord area where we can see these lists because I think these are really, really great. But uh, if you uh, need to get on the action trailers, just go to www.dallastradingfloor.com and then uh, it's super easy to sign up. Just need the first and last name and a um, email address and uh, we'll get it right out to you. Um, got to be on there probably for about 10.30 tonight. That's kind of when they go out. They go out and they'll be out uh, tonight. So until tomorrow, uh, thanks for watching. At uh, Typically, I'm on here at about uh, 2.30 or so, 2.35, depending on how things are going. I hope uh, everyone is well, and uh, I will see you tomorrow. Happy trading. <laughs>